episode 100 of Brigham Young Money. Congratulations. And it is Kyle on the track. It's Jordan on a different track and it's Greg on a third track in our separate houses having the greatest time we could possibly imagine and Greg's opening a bottle of champagne with a towel right now and it was a success. We got drinks all around. Cheers, boys. Oh, we'd love to see it. You guys can't see this at home, but we're all doing our respective business in our homes. And we'd love we, to see it. It's episode 100. How are you guys feeling? Well, before we get started, I actually need to um, apologize. Issue a correction on a previous I need, statement I need of to, yours? Well, I, I, unfortunately, the woke mob found my Holocaust tweets. <laughs> deleting some holocaust tweets <laughs> and i had to go ahead and find the tweets you know as you know i do post about a hundred thousand times a day so i had to go into the archives to find the holocaust tweets. <laughs> and folks i'm sorry i deleted them um oh you don't have to hand it to them jordan's See, this is why real pros have tweet delete that just automatically deletes after a week <laughs> so the woke mob will never get me because I don't even know. You're woke mobbing yourself, yeah. though. He really is. I mean, that's self censorship. That's even worse. That's cucked beta shit. I would listen, never delete my tweets. I can't remember a week ago. Like, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Old news. Do I it's really want to know what I said in like 2014? Like, oh wow. Uh, really hope they get this budget passed. Like, I love no. the people like that new people that are following you being an award winning influencer or, or <laughs> sorry, award nominated. We'll see if you win. Um, I can't wait that, to like, be an award just, like, zero podcast. context for who you are online. Unless, like, unless <laughs> they've seen you before. Like when you were in the middle of your nice guy, uh, Jordan <laughs> mode, I was like, I Anyone thought for that, like, sure comes across this, they don't see your old tweets because you have this rolling deleting situation where in this very where in this in this renterized universe that we live in where everything's a subscription service, Jordan has succumbed to the ultimate cancel culture avoiding one, which is tweet delete after a week. And no one has any context. Any new people don't have any context for you are, but I love to see it. I think I mean I am glad to hear that you're doing okay because I know that it was of 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 concern of quite a few people who came across your tweets on during Nice Jordan Day. Do you know how many people like DM'd me? Are you okay? <laughs> I thought that you were gonna give our poor boy Kyle a stroke. I was legitimately worried you about so his lucky health. I was having like an unbelievably pleasant away <laughs> from the internet day with like grandparents uh, at their lovely home, just having just the best time. And then I check my phone after a while and Jordan has 
there's like i see many tweets or like seeing if greg has control of your phone uh i think your wife said that this was the worst thing that had ever happened to her um and yeah it was it was uh i mean i'm glad to see her back to normal but it was the fact that you i mean you did go with ted lasso which of course i mean yeah you know you know know, i did the uh the fried ted lasso for my avatar i felt like that was a good touch um (laughs) i fucking hate you 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 know i don't know if i have the right like sugar imbalance or something like that i might bring that back (laughs) i'm gonna kick you Uh, in the dick (laughs) you know it was just fun to like just go around to people and just get like you know what i would slap your kid if you had one (laughs) i had a good sandwich for lunch and you know what it's gonna be a good day break your fucking ankle you know what i might bring him back tomorrow just for greg you know <laughs> all right man i'll, I'll be sure well, to okay so when i have mode. to jump off a building you're the one who's gonna have to tell oh. my kid it's <laughs> not gonna be because of my positivity i'll, I'll tell you that much right now <laughs> oh man your dad had a little whoopsie doodle and well things are gonna be a little different for it's you like, but you're gonna you're like, gonna bounce yeah. back kid it's like the evil presence and it follows, except instead of like it being transmitted through sex, it's just people reading Jordan's tweets and then they're just haunted forever. I'll, I'll be honest. I got more negativity from just being positive on Twitter than I ever did, like being an asshole on Twitter. Yeah, that was crazy. People hate you. <laughs> <You're nice. laughs> like, I think I put it in our that really, Slack That channel. really says a lot. Yeah. I, I think I put it in our Slack channel. He was like, I, I think... I'm going to get killed if I keep doing this. Like someone's going to like John Lennon me from behind just because I'm like, you know what? I got a good sticker today. And you know what? That's just enough to keep you going for another few hours. Yeah. You did a great job at personifying what the Imagine song was in 2020 uh, while on Twitter. So congratulations to you, Jordan. That was great. But yeah. You want, it, you is, want to know what my secret is? I'll, sure. I, will, I will share it with everyone out there. Please. I, I treated Twitter the same way that like a 75 year old grandparent treats Facebook. It was good. And, yeah, exactly. Like someone just posts like an inane thing is like, that's wonderful. Thank you for that. Okay, wait, sorry. Did you conf- just, I mean, did you use the word doggo? Uh, I think I said pupper. Okay. All right. It's episode 100. I hope, <laughs> I hope all four of your tires blow out while you drive on I-15 tomorrow. Switching my profile uh, picture back to Ted Lasso. Oh, man. Well, it's like I said, it's episode 100 and uh, it's kind of funny and kind of crazy that we are, are doing this. We love we, we love to do it. We unfortunately did have to issue an apology the other day that came out the same day as the Try Guys thing and made it look like one of us was a sex <laughs> pest. But fortunately, no, we just uh, did some stuff to the Patreon, but we're thankful for I everyone. I finally feel vindicated. That's right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. So. Thank you, everyone. Sincerely, Greg had a Greg went earnest, sincere mode on Twitter. And so you can refer to that tweet. But I I mean it when I say like, we're very stoked that people do listen to this podcast. And I feel like we've been able to um, it's it's been it's it's cathartic for I think the three of us. Um, And it's nice to know that we uh, have um, other people that probably feel the same way that listen and talk to us and uh, about like with the things we talk about, but also it's been great in meeting new people. Uh, we've, you know, been able to donate money to causes we believe Thank in. Thank you for giving us your money. Spot. Yeah. We like being the slush fund for like bail funds and mutual aid. And that's been, that's been a very, uh, 
like rewarding thing of just getting on here and talking shit with each other. I think it's 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 nice that that's um, a result. We literally of, turned Twitter into a podcast. <laughs> We've, yeah, and it's yeah, I, like Greg mentioned this on Twitter, but like in 2020, we were literally you know, hanging out on Google Hangouts or whatever. And then in Greg's front yard, and we were just like, oh, we might as well just start recording because. Fuck need, else are we, we going to do? The yeah, planet's dying. Yeah, we, we were, needed stuff we were, to do. I know. We were just screaming at each other on Google Hangouts and like getting <laughs> drunk on there. So it was like, you know what? You want, you want the best thing possible to do is let's record this. Yeah, and we'll literally do anything but go to therapy, right? Including start a podcast. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, when we first started this, I had like the two thoughts, like either no one's going to listen to this because dear God, who would ever want to listen to me talk about anything? And the second <laughs> one is maybe we get arrested, deported or murdered. Who knows? Okay. So neither of those have happened. There are people listening and none of us have gotten arrested yet. Not just, yet. We did just have a few a Twitter bans. Well, just a few Twitter bans, and I think, I think Mads got arrested like literally like days after she appeared on our she podcast. Did. But that wasn't because of us. So you did have a nervous breakdown in my basement. Yeah, okay, that. We're, mm, yep, we're not talking about that though today. <laughs> uh, we're, we're we're moving on. We're talking about we're, we're, we've got a special segment at the end of the show where we've enlisted the friend, uh, the help of some friends, some loved ones, some past guests. And, uh, we think the haters that everyone, and losers, folks. haters and losers and, uh, fair warning ahead of time. Only Jordan has heard them. Jordan, have you listened to them all the way through? No, I just have okay. like, I've oh, listened yes. to the, just the banner headline transcriptions of them. Okay. So it's like, Hey, BYM boys. And then nothing else. Okay, I know. So. so we're going in blind to, to the last part of the show where we're going to be playing some messages that we've received from friends. But, um, before that, I think we want to quickly go through some stories that are going on right now. Things that are on our mind, uh, which of course is, is our favorite, the segment that we all know and love and love to go through, love to talk about. It's the hell lines, Jordan. They're good this week. They're, Jordan. they're positive. That's all right. That's right. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, I meant oh the other one. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to, I'm, oh I'm, I'm boy. Fuck, oh trying boy. to delete. <laughs> Fuck you, you're going to start playing that every episode now. We're going to get both drops and I'm going to blow my brains out. I'll, I'll see if I can start mixing them together. <laughs> Greg, take us through. All right. Hellline number one, RIP MTG. Well, her marriage, at least. <laughs> so uh, last week, Marjorie Taylor Greene's husband filed for divorce, citing the marriage is, quote, irretrievably broken unquote he also filed a motion to remove seals on all divorce documents Ooh, that'll be tasty so it's gonna I wonder... be real real fat and juicy and so, really looking forward to it so allegedly there was the uh was it like the yoga instructor affair i can't remember what exactly it was that was a crossfit instructor crossfit you're right that's right crossfit weight makes way more sense she's <laughs> she's not gonna do yoga that's the devil's work okay you're right you're right you I think MTG is going to do down dog? Well, uh, we're talking not, about not, an alpha female here. <laughs> I mean, not in a session. But. <laughs> and, uh, she, nicely done. She, uh, 
Yeah, she seems to be doing great. I've been really enjoying her media appearances lately. Greg, I love that you're just like drink straight from the champagne bottle. We love I'm to not see fucking it. around. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, my hangover you know, is going to be so fucking bad. Tomorrow. Best wishes. I can't even comprehend what it would have been like to be married to mar- someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene. That would have been the most insufferable shit imaginable. I think this is a, a, a unfortunately just a small blip in her story, but I, I'm I'm looking for big things moving forward. Uh, from Marjorie Taylor Greene. You Greg, know, how do you feel about it? I feel like when one door closes, another opens, and that <laughs> that door to the Oval Office in 2024 is going to look just great for her. I think so, too. It'll be amazing if she does end up, uh, end up running in some capacity. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I really hope so. That would be fucking hilarious. <sighs> That's a great trajectory for yeah. her. All right. All right. So what else? Hellline number two. You down with CTE? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, right. from the Daily Beast, football legend and staunchly pro-life GOP senatorial candidate Herschel Walker paid for his girlfriend's abortion. Great. A woman who asked not to be identified out of privacy concerns told the Daily Beast that after she and Walker conceived a child while they were dating in 2009, he urged her to get an abortion. The woman said she had the procedure and that Walker reimbursed her for it. She supported these claims with a $575 receipt for the abortion clinic or from the abortion clinic, a get well card from Walker and a bank deposit receipt that included an image of a signed $700 personal check from Walker. Herschel has also had a public falling out with his MAGA influencer son, Christian, who alleges Herschel is a homophobic bigot, a serial philanderer, and an abuser. No. So, RIP Bozo, again. Okay. Did you guys see the latest development that came out tonight, too? What's the latest from tonight? Uh, So, the woman that had the abortion paid for and all that is actually the mother of one of uh, Herschel Walker's other children. Are you serious? Jesus Christ. Like the Daily Beast finally released that tidbit. So this is not like a, only just a blooming, blooming onion of fuckery. Yeah. So not only does he know who the woman is, like he's had to have regular contact with her for. This you man know, has been paying this woman child support for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, it, so I just as I opened Twitter, as you said that in the top, the first tweet that showed up was a tweet from Christian Walker a year, an hour ago saying, wear a condom, damn. <laughs> I, OK, so his videos were, were, were crazy. And I so Christian Walker is he, he's such a weirdo. I think he did move to Florida um, or he might have moved to Florida, Florida. I don't know. But he's he's a big um, Ron DeSantis guy right now. Um <laughs> He's just as entertaining as ever. But these videos that he posted talking about Herschel Walker were so crazy. Like, and I, I, I feel really bad for Christian because I think he was put in a really bad spot on this. Like he has terrible politics and he's like in, kind of insane, but um, he likes, yeah, he spoke out against like his dad's lying. And, uh, and he talks about how uh, in his life, like he, or a, a political career, I guess, if you could call it that he's, he talks a lot about absentee fathers or whatever, but he talks about how the reason why he talks about that so much is because he experienced that personally. Um, and he had all, he's, he's of course talked about that all the time, but he hasn't ever drawn that line between, um, his dad and, um, his life and his mom's life. And I mean, pretty insane. He deleted some other tweets as well, but like, uh, there are like a lot of, I mean, the majority of his following is conservatives and it's thrown a bunch of those like online conservative folks into like a bit of a, a spin, but yeah, pretty insane stuff. 
Yeah, there were so many like replies to to Christian's uh, like tweets, like couldn't this just wait until next week or yeah. next month? Like, please don't do this. We need how, him in yeah. the Senate. How did they get to you? You sold out your own father. Honor your father. Like, this is crazy. Like, yeah, there's you, just so many people being like actually upset with him about it. Yeah, because what it does is it just completely just empties out the facade of what like conservative Republican politics really are too. Like you saw so many people from the baseball crank to Dana Loesch to to countless other people who were just like, well, yeah, he did. Oh, he was a party to an abortion, but, you know, they don't believe in anything. They don't. They never have. Like, that's why, yeah. like, owning someone for being a hypocrite doesn't work on them. Too, it doesn't because, work because they're that's their modus operandi for pretty much everything they do. You this know is a pretty is funny like, October surprise, though. It is pretty good. And um, it, it's like what's crazy about it, too, is like I honestly think it probably would have been a lot less damaging for him if um, like Christian said at the beginning of the campaign, we were told he was going to get out in front of everything that he's done. And like he probably put it all out there, you know, (laughs) well, there's that, but also like the, the, like the type, like the people that are, that are, I mean, with how partisan it is down there and the people that are going to vote for him, like he could have gotten away probably with just apologizing for paying for an abortion, saying he was a different person back then. And he's a new person now. Uh, you know, people, those like religious types in the South love, a. uh, uh, like a story like that where they you know turn against from the evil that they did but like the quote in here from the um from this woman who is the mother of one of his other kids as we just found out he, uh she said he didn't accept responsibility for the kid we did have together and now he isn't accepting the responsibility for the one that we didn't have um yeah just crazy stuff i um anyway Sucks not to suck losers, but man, it's just it's just crazy. But he's also, I mean, he said he was going to sue the Daily Beast. That appears to not be taking place. So I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's kind of hard to prove when uh, I would fucking love a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, sir. Eat is this up. your handwriting on the check, sir? <laughs> is this your handwriting on the card, sir? It's is just this a, your... it's just a smudged chocolate bar. Man, his oh. it's incredible that he. I mean, that he's even got this far. That the race is this close. He's just like, I mean, it's it's just crazy. We already have like fucking Tommy Tuberville in the Senate. Like we, we nobody gives a is, fuck, man. That's what it's ultimately going to come down to. We're going to have it's going to be like the fucking Rock versus Ted Nugent in twenty twenty eight. The Senate is so stupid. It's literally people are voting for a number of of that's all they're voting for, like yeah. uh, yes or a no on stuff. It's it's yep. crazy. Yeah, it's going to be crazy that like we're going to have things like. In Pennsylvania, Oz probably lose by like two points, despite like a story coming out this week that he killed like 300 dogs. Yeah. And also this in Georgia, where Raphael Warnock may still lose because who knows? This is going to be the skin of his teeth. But it's going to be a recount, dude. We won't know. I don't think we'll know that Senate race until December. I mean, there's a good chance that it will go to a runoff if neither of them get yeah. below 50%. If That's neither of them get 50%, it goes to a runoff, and then it's just going to go from there. Mm-hmm. And because it's a weird state like Georgia, you might have a libertarian candidate get like 3 or 4%. And that just I think there is a libertarian everything. candidate running. There is, yeah. 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 All right. Anyway. Anyway, uh, headline number through, three. Through, yeah. That champagne is hitting good. We, headline number three, we are the youth gone wild. At last weekend's general conference, the LDS Church debuted its new Strength of the Youth Pack, 
pamphlet. This new version of the pamphlet eliminates objections to specific dress and grooming taboos. Gone are, are, gone are discussions of tattoos, body piercings, midriffs, and bare shoulders. It also states that same-sex attraction is not a sin. Stating, quote, if you have these feelings and do not pursue or act on them, you are living Heavenly Father's sacred law of chastity, unquote. Also, one of the speakers referenced the Rod Dreher article in his talk, so LOL. <laughs> he, he, uh, he referenced the, the Rod Dreher, Ar- Dreher article that was published in, uh, in Deseret News, correct? Yeah, it was, so, uh, yeah. it was about how a Christian survives in an Evers increasing secular world and it's funny too because this was the the fucking rich white guy from chicago who happens to be a conservative christian how does how does rod dreher survive i don't know because it was the same day he was having a freak out about uh pride themed sports bras bras. yeah at at, at, uh target yeah like like, i I can't remember where he's from do you know what i want from the south but whatever I want by episode 200, I want us to be talking about how Rod Dreher is Mormon. I want that more than anything. Honestly, he switched over like three times already in religions. Like Mormonism might be the next one. Like, I, I could, you know, I could honestly see it, but then I can't see him like moving to Salt Lake City. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't. He would just like, no, he would. Up. Well, he might just because he's got like the, the persecution complex. And just so he could write 5,000 words about how he can find a decent sausage in Salt Lake City. No, he'll be he'll become Mormon and stay in Hungary and claim religious persecution as yes. is why he needs to have citizenship there. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this whole thing is very funny to me. Um, it you know it really reads as kind of a desperate plea, and if you read between the lines, at least you know from what I'm seeing, it really seems like a desperate attempt by a church that's hemorrhaging young followers. Yeah, is he still in Hungary somewhere? I don't know. I thought they kicked him out because he overstayed his visa. Yeah, I thought I think that's good. Like he was he, talking so positively. He didn't want to go home to his wife. Yeah, very strange. Um, yeah, no. It, why well, would he was he was at the at CPAC Hungary in Budapest in uh, May of this year? But I don't know if he CPAC Hungary. Yeah, yeah. Is it just he, Seb Gorka and his gigantic head? Uh, Orban uh, was there. Yeah, Victor Orban too. Oh, sick. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what like conservatism is now, like thinly veiled fascism in Europe. We are going to own the libs. <laughs> yeah, he uh is I Gorka. Gorka's the best. He, he fucking um, rocks, dude. I, I love, love that guy's voice. Gorka, it's come so on the cool. pod. But he's basically like the Republican Party needs a Victor Orban, uh, is what he's been yeah. what he's been on. But, we love a neo fascist, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that's going to turn out well for also. yeah. That's going to turn out well for Raj Rare because you know it wasn't like there was any sort of like possible like sexual ambiguity in the Nazi party in the 1930s that ended up with a lot of guys getting killed in the Night of Long Knives. Yeah, I mean, oh wait, I'm not saying that uh, Raj Rare is gay at all. I mean, yeah, sure, he <laughs> hangs out with uh, nubile grad students in Hungary and like abandoned his wife and children to do that, but. He yeah, writes, that's dude, he writes much. articles about like young boys wieners. It's really weird and gross. Yeah, All I'm that, saying, it's really progressive of the article. church to have the first black woman speak in conference and also quote the first gay man in conference. So <laughs> that's <laughs> progress, done. ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> All right. Last one, Greg. All right. The right stuff. So this is from Axios. 
Uh, conservatives have been aggressively building their own apps, phones, cryptocurrencies, and publishing houses in an attempt to circumvent what they see as an increasingly liberal internet and media ecosystem. Peter Thiel is injecting $1.5 million into a seed round for a new conservative dating app called, quote, The Right Stuff. And the app includes prompts and conversation starters with such topics as favorite Bible verse, best dad joke, and January 6th was dot, dot, dot. (laughs) This rocks so, so hard. Have you guys seen the, I mean, you guys have seen the commercials by now. We posted it in the Slack. Yeah. yeah, and Bethany Mandel wrote an entire Newsweek yes, article it was, about it. I love Which Bethany is, Mandel. Well, I need to send that woman a fruit basket. Yeah, she's she's amazing too because she like took this advertisement which has actors reading out what they want in a man, and she took it literally. She took it literally. It's like, yeah, that's right. We want alpha men. It's like Bethany. Have we you know seen what, Bethany Mandel's <laughs> husband? Like, we know who your husband is. Like, dude, I'm he sorry, looks like the, an anemic Bigfoot. The think tank journalist somehow does not strike me as an alpha male by any conservative's definition. But you know what? If you want to hit that word count so you can just keep cash and checks and then write in whatever, like, heroes of liberty for, I don't know, like, like, Claus Barbie or something, please do. So, okay. Have you, do you, you think that Seth Mandel has ever done any manual labor? There's no. not a chance. This man, um, if this man tried to do a deadlift, his arms would fall off. They yeah. would detach at the shoulder. A, a protein shake would just make his entire body just like collapse. <laughs> he would just deflate. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like there's been stuff going around in the reviews of this app. I don't think they're true, but I no, do. There's no way. But the, like the reviews that are basically like, um, I was like, it asked me my opinion on January 6th. And if I was there, then the FBI showed up is re- that's that fucking that's good rocks. Bit. I love that. I, that's that's really good. <laughs> that is a great bit. I'll be honest. But yeah, there's no way that happened too. just because it's like, first of all, like, they'd still be in custody. Yeah, that's true. And like, uh, I love that. Um, like the independent is writing an article about this, but yeah, those reviews are hilarious, but uh, there's no way there uh, the FBI is in on, on these reviews, but we'd love to see it. Um, yeah. Well, and also I, I don't know, man, because I feel like if the, I mean, the FBI would be indicting a lot of their own. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh um, man. Yeah. So it's invite only. So unfortunately we won't be joining anytime soon, but we'd love to, um, we'd love to get on there at some point. Listen, if anyone out there is list is listening at, from one of Peter Thiel's, uh, blood parties, uh, can you send us an invite or something like just, a you know, Brigham Young Money Pod at gmail.com just to <laughs> shout us one out really quick. I would like to see what this is going towards. Uh, if not, that's okay. Um, but, um, yeah, listen, anyone out there at the adrenochrome parties, literally anyone, please get us in there. Okay. So, um, oh, let's see. Lost where I was at. I will give you my adrenochrome samples. If only. Wow. They taste so good. Wild grape. We're My recording favorite. this. We are recording this on October fifth, uh, and it's spooky season, guys. I just watched a spooky movie last night. We're very, we're getting festive. 
Um, the decorations are going up. I'm seeing, uh, you know, the decor all around to the yeah, neighborhood. I went to a people. pumpkin patch last weekend. Nice. I, I, I saw a couple of people with those like 20 foot skeletons from Home Depot in their I yards. I kind of want one. I'm not going to lie. Cool. Those are I'm cool. not going to lie. Um, but we're going to, before we get into the messages that our friends have left, uh, left us, we're going to go through a really good article uh, in the Deseret News that's called Looking Halloween Looking Halloween Costume Ideas. Don't They forgot a word there. That's literally just what it's called. Looking Halloween Costume Ideas. Here are 11 costumes for you and your family. Here's this year's guide to picking a Halloween costume that everyone will enjoy. And of course... Uh, this I'm is so from tired Hannah of this Seriak in the Desert News. People make make sure you find a character from a TV show no one has heard of in 34 years. That's right. With Halloween just around the corner, you and your kids are probably just beginning to think about your Halloween costumes. When going for shopping for Halloween costumes with your family, it would be a good idea to go in with a plan of what you will look at and what you will avoid. If you have questions about what types of costumes would be best to avoid, you've come to the right place. I'm really kind of fucked up about this now, just, you know, when I read this article beforehand, because now I have to throw away my wife's Tiger Lily costume. <laughs> Listen, all I know is this is the article that could have saved Prince Harry from a lot of heartache and tribulation. <laughs> the fucking, what was it, the governor from from Virginia? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, hey, Ralph Just Northam. Yeah. Justin Trudeau, if you're listening. Uh, are you the one in blackface or the clan robes? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how to approach Halloween with sensitivity. When picking a Halloween costume, ask yourself, how will it make others feel? If you think that they might be hurt or offended, it's probably best to skip it. Here's what to avoid this Halloween. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. You might have heard the phrase, my culture is not a costume to explain what costumes are for are appropriating from other cultures. Like Baylor University points out, using items from other, another person's culture or religion. That's, that's the university I'm going to take advice from. That's right. As a costume <laughs> doesn't show respect for the, for the significance and symbolism these items have in a person's culture. Guys, don't dress up as Jerry Sandusky. <sighs> you know what? I, I, I guess I can't go as Dr. Fu Manchu now. <laughs> I, this ruins everything because I, I, I got the mustache. I... Uh, this sucks, man. Yeah. And uh, costumes that, that make fun of marginalized, uh, marginalized groups. You should avoid these as well. Avoid costumes that are racist. <laughs> make, fun of, uh, make fun of someone's identity. This Poke is the funniest fun. article the Desiree News has ever pointed It's so ridiculous. good. Poke fun at mental illness or make fun of any marginalized group. Good housekeeping gives a list of costumes to avoid that is a good reference if you have questions. Okay, so you might be asking yourself, all right, this is stuff that I, as like a normal person... Uh, I'm aware of. I don't really do anything that's uh, outwardly racist in my Halloween costumes. It's probably uh, you know something that we all agree on. Uh, but they go on to give eleven costume ideas, uh, which is great. So uh, the first one, the men in black. This one is super easy to DIY. No racist. Dress in black pants, black shirts, and get a cool pair of sunglasses. You can get everything for this costume at Deseret Industries, a.k.a. DI. That's, That's a, such a sick <laughs> plug. I know. It's just plugging the church's thrift store. I love it. It's, like, <laughs> it's cool. This one's awesome. Hey, and, you know, if you're not feeling the men in black and it's not giving you the reactions that you're wanting, you can just swim, simply say you're one of the Reservoir Dogs. That's right. Number two. You're not allowed cool. to watch that movie at BYU. Yeah, Mr. Pink. Number two, 
crayons. <laughs> Are you Halloween. fucking four years old? That's what the, the most fuck? diversity BYU's hey. ever had. It's a box of crayons. <laughs> this Halloween, you and your whole family can dress up as crayons. There are plenty of crayon costumes on Amazon. This is a fun one since you can all pick your favorite color. This is a... It's October 31st. It's 5 p.m. and Walgreens is running out of ideas costume. Yeah, it's really funny when you get the, you know, the couple or the the family of five from riverton who all choose white i know <laughs> oh man i'm okay. gonna have to get just, like just walking uh, just walking around with their you know their pointed white top as a mask oh yeah. man we're crayons am I, gonna, am I gonna go with the uh uh blue bedazzle uh color crayon <laughs> or do i have to just resort to um sexy uh postman i uh, listen man it worked for the, the green, green, the green one yeah i was gonna say the green one tastes good always always tastes the best uh number three you, you ate a lot costumes. of crayons when you were a kid kyle that's right the, yeah the green <laughs> one tastes a little different did you say decades costume number three is decades costumes there are a lot of options with this costume idea if you're a fan of the roaring 20s you could go with that theme or you could go for a 70s look the possibilities with this one are an endless are endless and can be so fun this is another idea that would be easy to diy you kids can uh, can uh, wear a costume from when black people weren't allowed in the state. Yeah. How about that? Uh, how about I dress up as a 1950s Mississippian? Yeah, I, uh, I bet that's going to go over very well. Uh, number four, though, a little, you know, we're kind of bouncing back a little bit. Number four is a slice of pizza. This pizza costume from Spirit Halloween this is, is anti-Italian discrimination. Right, man, I, like they said, we we're going to be sensitive. Like my, my culture is not your costume, but here we are making a mockery <laughs> of uh, a beautiful pepperoni pizza pie where that you can get a yeah. uh, Spirit Halloween. I don't know if this is a sponsored article, but there are like links to Amazon and Spirit Halloween uh, in each one of these. But anyway, it's a great costume option for people who want a, something, a unique costume that will make their friends chuckle. There are other food costume op options as well in case you want to dress up as something that's uh, not offensive to Italians. I want every single kid in my neighborhood to dress up as Polly Walnuts. <laughs> that would be we'd love to see it number five the sanderson sisters hocus pocus 2 is slated to release on friday this halloween consider dressing up as the sanderson sisters or other characters from hocus pocus i can't They're wait to dress up as washed up psycho bet midler i that would be good for you i would love that i'm sorry i i can't uh acknowledge uh witchcraft <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is it? Aren't these all the same people who were burning Harry Potter books? That's what I was gonna say. Do you guys remember like the evil Harry Potter people, uh, or the the people who thought Harry Potter was super evil when you were a kid, like, um, or teenager or whatever? Like, there were people I knew that, um, very much not allowed to read Harry Potter because their parents said it was it was of the devil. So, but you can also read J.K. Rowling's other book where she says transgender people are serial killers or whatever. Yeah, you can also read her version of the Golden Plates. We also, yeah, we actually, I think we did. We we haven't mentioned uh, J.K. Rowling's little uh, dive into Mormonism recently. We should Maybe really read that article the, next episode. Oh my goodness, it's so fucking she's, cool. She's great. We love her. Um, number six, uh, you can go. You can channel your inner hot topic kid from seventh grade, and you can dress up as the Nightmare Before Christmas. This costume theme is a great option for the whole family. You can all dress up as characters from the Nightmare Before Christmas for an easy and cute costume. Now it promotes uh, eating disorders. 
It does. Uh, number seven, pumpkins. During spooky season, pumpkins can be found everywhere from grocery stores to drinks. Try dressing up as pumpkins for this year for a fun costume. Are you this just wearing a so pumpkin? Funny. I love that this just... <laughs> Like, are you just wearing a pumpkin guy. that just sounds like what it is like you just like carve out a pumpkin just like decide to put it on your head or something like come on you guys remember the video there was like you remember the the cranberry guy on on tiktok the guy that was drinking the cranberry juice on his longboard uh and oh and short dog to, to, yeah yeah to, yeah the fleetwood mac or whatever um there was someone that did that for halloween but he had a pumpkin on his head and then he just dumped an entire oh he dumped a pumpkin spice, spice latte, latte on his face yeah that was that was pretty great. That was that. I like that. Was that was funny. Uh, Bluey <laughs> eight is Bluey. Bluey is a popular television show right Bluey. now. If your children love this show, like you, Greg, this might be a perfect costume for you all. Spirit Halloween sells Bluey costumes for the whole family. What is Bluey? I'm sorry, I have no idea. It's what a Bluey Disney is. Plus show about a blue dog. That's kind of uh, cute. It's I was a about great to say show. like. I have no idea what Bluey is because I'm not a parent or a pedophile. So it's. Uh... <laughs> thanks, thanks for setting the table for me, Jordan. That was that hey, was great. You, you've very clearly fallen the non-pedophile group as, of those two options. My I mean, T-shirt clearly says. Yeah. I made um, a dichotomy. Come wait, on. Is the other one orangey? Oh, baby bingo. That's okay. You can also dress up as baby. Is. He's from Bluey. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> yeah, that this makes show's for pedophiles. I'm sorry. I'm not, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Never mind. Uh, an animal. Pick your favorite animal and find the perfect costume, like this Eeyore costume. Is whose favorite animal is a dog? No, <laughs> a dog. I'm sorry, but that <laughs> is promoting mental illness. Eeyore right. is the sad. literal most depressed character in the history. Oh. Of cartoons, he's this is, the this saddest actually, bastard. This, this article weird... feels like it was written by Eeyore because this is the most like, like brain dead takes ever. Everybody, I know it's so. Amazing. You should just dress up as a crayon. Probably just yeah. fucking put a nail gun to my head. <laughs> I don't remember that episode of. Uh, Have you guys throw, but... seen The Wire? <laughs> Okay, Winnie, I need to borrow your honey pot to drown myself in. (laughs) All right, number ten, a superhero. There are lots of great superhero costumes out there. Pick your favorite superhero, or make a fun superhero and design your own costume. Greg's going as Homelander this year, and I'm really excited to see what he does. (laughs) I can't wait for it. That's looking nice. That is his favorite, and then of course eleven. Star Wars. Star Wars is an iconic classic franchise that has endured in popular culture. Consider dressing up like characters like Darth Vader or Princess Leia during Halloween season. Costumes are available on Amazon. Yeah, I'm sure that like, yeah, the, the Princess Leia bikini would be a big hit in Utah Ooh, County. I've Yeah, I mean, listen. This whole article might have just been like, hey, do you want to dress up as a Disney IP for Halloween? Here's your options. I'm just convinced they like... I think the Desert News is just like funding this through uh, um, affiliate links. It's the <laughs> like Disney industrial complex, man. But it it really is perfect for the Desert News because there are two there are two flavors of articles that are not sports. It is pretty much like uh, religious freedom, and we have to fight against the uh, woke hordes. And you'll never believe what's coming to Disney Plus next. <laughs> Like that's literally it. And it's the weirdest I thing know. ever to see them right next to each other too. I know. It's very strange. I want to dress um, up like Rush Limbaugh. It's such an angry yet infantile reader reader base that it's just absolutely incredible. I love it. Yeah. 
I mean, they've already scrubbed like a lot of the comments on this article. Um, <laughs> people are people are people are pissed on, on of this on this article. So, like for example, uh, this only works if you. Oh, sorry. I think the title of this article and the text is problematic. Let me see if I can help. Eleven Halloween costumes that won't offend your liberal neighbor. There, that's better. You're welcome. And then, uh, you know, there's just. There's not a lot of kind <laughs> comments in here. I actually I would say. would like to announce my costume. Yeah, it's and, uh, please. I'm gonna dress up as some fentanyl wrapped in a rainbow. Ooh, that's a good idea. See, there, there's two options for me right now. Uh, my wife wants to do a couple's costume as Frog and Toad, and was like, "Oh, that'd be nice. That's cute." I, I also want to go as Bane, but. <laughs> Hell yes. I feel like I feel like I could do that one too, just because I have enough military and tactical equipment. I could definitely make that work. Dude, you, yeah, you could mask. just you could just put your vest on. So I like with this article, I can't like this almost reads as like something sarcastic <laughs> from the Deseret News. Like, I, I mean, it's it's almost like yeah, in order to not offend liberals or whatever which like when has the Deseret news ever pandered to liberals this is that's what's what's so weird about this is like what jordan was saying like the like to have this right next to the other stuff that they publish like yeah all their other like Sturmer articles that they write yeah it's like why like this is such a funny one to and then the 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 list is just like yeah dress up like a like a piece of food (laughs) or or like a sad donkey and then like you'll be fine listen if you're gonna bring in tanner guzzy to write an article for you this should have been the one (laughs) like i'm sure he'd have a few better ideas he dress up for his halloween i gotta know he he doesn't dress up he probably thinks he's above it all yeah he probably thinks like you know that's a man that real men don't dress up for halloween Back in the 50s, a real man would just, you know, think about the war he was in, drink a bunch of whiskey and cry. (laughs) That's a man that owns zero Nazi memorabilia. I know. I I got this wonderful Hugo Boss suit from the 1940s. Uh, I know it's black with a little bit of uh, ceremonial stuff on the front, but you know what? I think it's it's really masculine. Check out these cool stars on the sleeve. Oh God! Well, uh, I hope that, that that gives everyone some costume ideas for what you think you uh, could be doing this uh, this Halloween season. I hope everyone gets out there, gets to some fun parties, and dresses up uh, like the most inoffensive characters of all time that have been perfectly curated for your pleasure by the Deseret News. And that takes us into the last thing that we want to do this evening, and that is to go through the messages that our dear friends have left us. And Jordan is going to kick things off. Jordan, I don't know how many we have, but essentially... Uh, let's uh, see here. Just off of my Google Voice one, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 10, uh, 11, 12, 13... Nice. And we also I'm have a sure couple. Every bad. last one of them is very nice and say nothing but nice things. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing like the nice things that each one of them has to say about us. Um, we didn't really give them much direction or anything. Uh, you know, I can only imagine they're going to be very complimentary of. of it's of a show. celebration. We're having it fun. Is. This is a party. Also, Greg, you have a couple more, too. So we have 15. We have 15 okay. messages all together. Let's kick them off. Strap strap in, boys. Do you guys want to do them in any sort of order, or should we just like randomly do it? Just go. As long as we get through all of them, let's do it. Russian roulette, baby. All right, let's start with this first one. I think this one's actually a good one. So, I guess we'll see. 
This is Rocky Anderson calling from Germany. Yeah. And I just heard that you are having your 100th show coming up. And I just really congratulate the Brigham Young Money team. You do great programs, very informative, very deep on the facts and analysis, which I appreciate. The number and one facts podcast. That kind of media that is helping to educate and raise consciousness among people, which is absolutely crucial to our democracy and far better public policy. So thanks for all that you do. And uh, I really enjoyed being on your program and look forward, I hope, to doing it again soon. Thank you. And nice. Once we again, love congratulations on 100. Take wow. Care. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. That's, uh, that <laughs> is just, so I, now I just yeah, feel I bad that we just did an article on Halloween costumes. <laughs> that is, that is former and future Salt Lake mayor, Rocky Anderson, friend Please. of the program. Oh my God. Thank you very much. Rocky Anderson. Rocky's going to tune into this one to hear that part. And he's going to be like, why are like, what's going on? Like, why are we We're looking out about- for the youth? Seriously. Once, once again, Rocky Anderson vindicated by history because Deloy Hansen has been outed as a pervert. Yes. <laughs> Allegedly pervert. Uh, b- very bad work environments, though, and said a lot of racist things. But a- According yes. to the report laid out by the, the NWSF. Not a uh, good guy. Yes. Uh, thank you, Rocky. I can only assume all the other ones are going to be just as kind. That's such a uh, flex that, that he's calling from Germany. Yeah, he's like Rock Anderson from Jersey, the mayor of Germany now. Come on. I hope not. On? Our city needs him. <laughs> All right. Okay, what's, moving on. What's next? Next one. Boom, 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 boom. Again, Jordan and the third guy who I don't know. It's Joey <laughs> Devine from the Round Ball Rock podcast. I was just calling to wish you guys a uh, happy 100th episode uh, there at the Brigham Young Money podcast. Uh, I'm so proud of you guys for doing so much to make Utah more leftist. I hope you guys uh, vote for, uh, I hope you can once again push voters to voting for Evan McMullen instead of Ron DeSantis <laughs> or whatever in a real leftist coup for uh, your state. And also I was, uh, I was looking up, I was reading the Wikipedia of Imagine Dragons and I learned that they're from, uh, they met at Brigham Young. And are uh, not unlike the Killers, have Utah roots, but uh, became famous in Las Vegas. So I was wondering, have you guys considered moving to Las Vegas to get uh, <laughs> no. become more popular? Um, anyway, I uh, love you, especially you, the third guy. I don't know. Uh, it's got to be me. Uh, no, so funny. <laughs> Considered moving to Vegas because that's somehow an even more more cursed. I city fucking hate Vegas, Vegas so much. Anyway, oh. that is Joey Devine from the Roundball Rock podcast. Huge, yeah, I, huge fans you, of those boys. Yeah, listen to uh, Roundball Rock. You went on their show with Sarah. Is that right? I've been on their show a couple of times now. Okay. I, I think I've, I've, I've yeah, officially been been deemed the Utah Jazz correspondent. Nice. I'm sorry. Ball Rock Pad. Yeah. I I have been kicking around an idea of having them on our podcast too, just because I always want to do a history of the Utah Jazz because it's such. We a, should do that. Yeah. We're, no, we're going to do history. that. Yes. We, oh, we're going yeah, to do, do that. That's that right there, folks. 
is a tease. That's what we call it in the industry. You know, yeah. maybe when basketball season starts, we'll do yeah. it. Yeah. You know, we're in preseason right now, so maybe we're getting towards that, gearing up towards it. But you know wink, what? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And um, the good news is the Utah Jazz podcast, I mean, not podcast, but the Utah Jazz history is completely free of anything that would be racist and or arms dealers. So it's you know great. What? I was listening We're to... Gonna brought- uh true and on had an episode the other day and they mentioned uh Khashoggi and i was like oh yeah that guy anyway That's we're gonna right. broadcast live from the triad center yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah well thank as the third guy thank you for the kind words i really appreciate it and uh we will not be moving our talents to vegas absolutely not that'll yes. never happen i'd rather we die. belong to utah that's right we are My people of the mountains my allegiances will not change unless you come with a good offer that's from a state that I would like to go to, in which case then they're very, uh, you know, it won't take a lot to convince me. But anyway. Um, unless a casino wants to give us a residency. Uh, mm, I don't know. I'm thinking, hmm. I could do that, actually. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. And Musburger's getting old. We could replace him. I changed my mind really quickly on this. All right, Jordan, <laughs> give us the next one. All right. Hi, this is Sean Keen from the Round Ball Rock podcast. Also, Yard Barker, ESPN in the Mist, HBO Max, various programs on the defunct streaming service. CISO, no big deal. Uh, Colin, to wish you guys a uh, happy 100th episode. I got to say, the first time I went to Salt Lake City in 2002, and uh, it was beautiful mountains. Incredibly stinky and pungent salt lake uh, <laughs> Mexican restaurant with an entirely white kitchen staff. I thought someday, someday some brave men are going to start a socialist podcast <laughs> in this in this place. They're going to have a cocaine adult head coach to talk to <laughs> and one of the least likable basketball teams in the history of the world. And somehow... It's become a reality uh, in, in such a beautiful place. Uh, I can't believe you've done 100 episodes wearing magic underwear every single time. Very impressive. Although 100 episodes is not really a lot for a podcast, i got to say. Your podcast is so young that even Carl Malone would say, hey, take it easy, boy. Uh, so anyway, I'm off to a QAnon rally. And John Stockton's going to be talking. So, uh, got to go. Happy birthday or whatever. <laughs> wow. I really hope Rocky Anderson doesn't listen to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. You know, it, this brings me to one thing that I, I love about our podcast is that we sometimes have to balance between like being somewhat respectable and also just being huge asses. I know. And yeah. I think we do it quite well. I, I would like to think so. We'll we'll see. We'll see what the next hundred. Bro, we have for us. we literally have this shit postmaster general on our podcast. He's award nominated. So the it gives MV, us, the most valuable yeah. poster. <laughs> he, he really is. When when I found you know what the amazing thing is when I found out about that, it was just because like my buddy was texting me too. It was like, you know, kind of messed up that you got nominated for best uh tweeter but not for best podcast i was like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about it's like you're nominated for a city weekly awards like 
why <laughs> I, I i i don't do anything constructive at all all right jordan next one that was great all right thank you thank you very much it is me, Rudy Gobert, <laughs> telling you that for your 100th episode, I wish that you would go fuck yourself. <laughs> I have escaped Utah, where you will be stuck for the rest of your life, drinking the postum, paying on that Robotomp on corking tea for your inferior wine, and never winning anything in podcasting to compare with a defensive player of the year award. I am free. I am on in Minnesota, a cultural mecca. Oh, wait, I do not want to say mecca to offend your Mormon stupid asses. I have never been on your podcast. And if I did, I would simply lick all your microphones and put my grubby, disgusting hands on your soundboard. I do not shower. I am full of germs. I still have COVID-19 waiting inside my body. And I want to block you. You know that Rudy Gobert will never surrender. The French will never surrender. The French will never be defeated. <laughs> Wait, what about all those wars? Sacre we are losers. <laughs> I want to thank Rudy Gobert for calling Thanks, in and leaving us a nice message. That, that was great. I wonder uh, who that actually was, but I, um, you know, it's great to hear Rudy's voice. It was Rudy Gobert. Right. I meant, Kyle, I meant, come uh, on, yeah. friend, friend of know. the pod, Rudy Gobert. He's. It's great to hear him. His voice. I'm glad to hear he's doing well oh. in Minnesota. I thought his accent has gotten stronger since uh, he's moved. <laughs> so that's that's pretty wild to see. Uh, oh my goodness okay okay who actually was that that was sean i don't know oh he okay sean left us a double whammy okay great we love him sean keen is great we love him listen to round ball rock that's right it honestly honestly give it their patreon too like i've actually gotten to reacher a show i never would have watched that show's so funny do they talk about reacher on their show yeah they have a they have a podcast called uh hands the size of thanksgiving turkeys it's great great. it's so funny i love those boys they are fantastic okay moving on next episode uh recording it doesn't matter whatever fuck it we'll do it live we'll do it live. well we are actually but here we go hey boys this is colin your most handsome podcast guest ever congratulations on making it to 100 episodes i think i speak for everyone when i say that i appreciate the podcast because without it where else could we turn to hear the voices of white men in Utah? That's but right. Speaking of white men, you are truly braver than the troops. Speaking of the troops, Jordan. Jordan in his army uniform makes those Patriot front wackos look like the Navy SEALs. <laughs> to imagine what this looks like, think of the Pillsbury Doughboy in an army uniform, <laughs> except paler. Does anyone love the sound of their own voice more than Greg? I never have to catch up with Greg. Because despite living miles away, I can always hear everything he has said. It's very Greg's true. perfect morning is getting on the bike and laughing at his own jokes. He realizes to himself on old podcasts. <laughs> the sweet boy, Kyle. You know those millennial stereotypes about how they're whiny? Those are all based on Kyle. <laughs> this motherfucker has had such a leg up in his suburban upbringing. He makes King Charles look like he's been through it. Oh I don't think he's worked a day in his life. I mean... Unless you count posting photos from being on vacation every week as a job. (laughs) (laughs) That's again, boys. Love you all.
The king, uh, the absolute come king. Come on, man. Damn. The doctor. Damn. The pod doctor really just came in, came in hot and swinging. <laughs> Man, I'm glad RSL's not making the playoffs so we can talk to Colin a lot more. <laughs> yeah, that'll be yeah. Okay. We gotta have Colin back oh, on. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot that there's a uh person from an RSL podcast on here too. Sorry, sorry, guys. Trust me, there's no one who wants RSL to miss the playoffs more than me. I, I can promise you that. Um, Don't worry, even if they win on Sunday, they're not going very far. I it's any distance is too far. Uh that's very sweet, Colin. Thank you for the the very kind words. I uh, accept your descriptions of all of us. I think it's that was true. You really nailed us. You know, it's only accurate if it hurts. It is, yeah. He's also probably. Some of those I mean, I will say, is Colin the shortest guest we've had on this podcast? Oh, without he's a doubt, the, he's the smallest boy. I know. I, I, I yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I am not. the shortest one on the podcast, but I will say, I'm also six one. So uh, that's not. He's a cute need to little fun sized boy. We love Colin. We love to hear it. Yeah, he he's like. Uh, <laughs> he's like uh hans landau's uh, description of uh what's his name from inglorious bastards i thought you were a little man but they keep saying you're circus small <laughs> i think it's fucking rules that we got a member of the lollipop guild to call us <laughs> <laughs> nice all right <laughs> all right moving on next one hey guys it's me sarah you know the real journalist in your friend group the one who works at the d news the place that kind of keeps this Thing running <laughs> you're welcome great, uh, great. so cute your little project has reached 100 episodes but you know despite 100 of these i've yet to see anybody's dick sucked from the back and anybody box for charity and i guess i'm still waiting for dudes to rock so i guess i'll just wait forever so you've accomplished so much kyle hates himself now because of ted lasso jordan would rather sit in the dirt than pod with the two of you most of the time and then you send Greg to his more fun podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for everything. I hope that when you guys hear this, you know, it's all said in good fun and with love. Although, will any of you even hear this? You're also busy. A man who vacations four times a week, a soldier studying for his master's, and someone who thinks mountain bikes for a living? All truly living a Marxist nightmare. <clears throat> no Marxist dream. Uh, awkward. Anyways, congratulations on 100 episodes. It's just feels white oh it feels right that feels right all right bye love you sarah talk to you tomorrow i'll never say anything bad about sarah i love sarah so much i'm sorry we spent the first half of this episode casting aspersions on your place of employment yeah i'm sorry we're the one place worse than your comment section marxist nightmare for real (laughs) sounds about white oh that that Ooh, I know it's kind of ringing my ringing my ears. That one cut deep. I'll be honest. That's uh, <sighs> that was good. Okay, moving on. Hey guys, this is MJ. I hope you're well. I know it's been too long since we last caught up. Um, I'm doing it so good. I actually wanted to talk to you about this really exciting business opportunity. Um, I know you're thinking, oh, is this a scam? But it's not. I swear to God, it's wellness products that actually work. They have this amazing so range good. of calming products, would be, which would be so great for Greg's blood pressure so he doesn't have a heart attack watching the jazz on Saturday and might keep you from pissing off every single member of both military and socialist Twitter, Jordan. They also have this incredible line of products that I swear can 
heal your gut. So maybe Kyle won't have to drink White Claws like a 19-year-old girl anymore. Uh, anyway, I super hope we can catch up soon. If you wanted to join my team, I'm running a special offer for folks uh, who are, are hoping to get their own business off the ground just for this month. So definitely give me a call back. Bye-bye. Oh, man. MJ rocks. Oh, my oh, yes. God. Definitely, definitely, definitely. If you're listening to this podcast, you have to be listening to I Hate This Town. Thank you. Oh, Thank you so God. much to MJ. That is And that also, is okay, MJ, you're way too good at the voice. Like, that was frightening. I know MJ has, like, a particular obsession with what's taking place in this state. But, man, I didn't realize you would let it bleed into your life. The tone, the inflection. It was so good. You absolutely nailed it. And oh I'm looking God, forward to was... recording some episodes about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City this fall because the new season oh. started and MJ and I are on the beat. So. MJ's moving to Sandy. I just got a year of, of uh, Peacock. So, yeah, we're, we're we're doing it. Yeah, I can't wait. Greg's, anyway, love to um, see the life in Greg's eye is just drained out. <laughs> I'm sorry we're not making it to episode 101. <laughs> You're not. It looks like it's just going to be the Kyle and Jordan show. All right. <laughs> cool. You're going to call it the Kyle show? <laughs> we're going to have a come down situation? <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be great. And we could just start doing video sessions as well, Jordan. That'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. Could. I guess Greg could be, Greg's our stop. Anyway. <laughs> stop. Uh, yeah, Greg's just going to start doing YouTube videos. I don't and... talk about my penis enough. I guess I got to start talking about t- my penis yeah. more. You need to get on TikTok is what you need to do. I, but... I need to not do that. I need to <laughs> remember that I'm 37 years old. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Keep it Let's going. Let's do it. Guys, uh, yeah, congratulations on your... 100th episode. This is Amanda and Jason from Keep the Press. Nice. Yeah. And uh, we just wanted to call and uh, let you guys know that we were very proud of you. We're very proud that you guys did it. Um, I just would like to say that uh, Greg messaged me on Twitter and on regular text messages. He said, (laughs) Amanda, I need a favor, period. And I was like, bro, do you know how to text? I thought he was trying to scam me. Yeah, I was trying to communicate. I can't think of a better podcast featuring three direct descendants of Brigham Young. Yeah. You say you left the church, but did you? Did you really? Isn't it kind of hard? Also, I'd just like to say congratulations on uh, you guys are definitely the best podcast in Utah that has three white guys that talked about politics and sports. There's no other better podcast than you yes, guys. Yes, we made it. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Anything else, Jason? No, congrats, guys. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Are you yeah. listening, City Weekly? Yeah, that's Are you right. listening? I don't remember the category we were nominated for being best politics podcast with three white guys who talk about politics and sports, but I it, it could be renamed that i think i think we would win and clean house in that group pretty sure we'd be uh running up against such competitions like the sports bros and that's right i don't we know would, black side odd r.i.p we todd weiler the uh the ballot oh, we'd run man. out of posts I, yeah. I tried listening to one episode of todd weiler's podcast and it literally made me want to kill myself i forgot you made it longer than i did uh, not long. It made like five minutes, and then like once the suicidal ideation started kicking in, it's like I got turned this off. Yeah, <laughs> you start brutal. getting the the private pile eyes. 
Oh man. Yeah. Uh, go follow eat the press on Twitter. Listen to them. Um, great show. We had a really good episode when they joined us. Those folks are great. I should say. Yeah. They're fantastic. We might have to do something with them again. Yeah. We got it. We got to do another show with them. Yeah. That was, um, I mean, listen, this is a great white boy podcast. I will take that mantle, but they have a real, uh, they, they, they do like real analysis as well. <laughs> That's like way better than us. So if you want like actual, <laughs> actual, uh, good podcast, listen to them. Well, you mean like more than just like mine throwing out just like a general historical fact every now and then to make myself feel smart and then just like moving on to a dick joke. Yeah. I mean, Amanda and Jason are a bit, <laughs> a bit better than that i'd say you mean they do something you, other Kyle. than scroll they do we did they, they do something other than just scroll the deseret news <laughs> yeah. hey it takes well, a lot of work i i literally have to type in the words tad walch <laughs> into the search bar you guys know how hard that is to do <laughs> all right jordan oh let's my goodness What's up, BYM boys? This is Mark Agee, and I just wanted to congratulate you on yes. your 100th episode. They said it couldn't, I mean, shouldn't be done, but you listen to neither your haters, nor your therapist, or your God, so here we are. 100 episodes, one for each birthday Greg did this morning to punish himself for not jerking off. How do we end up here? Just a few short years ago, you boys met on Twitter, then during COVID lockdown, you started this show, combining three great society-destroying plagues. Coronavirus, social media, and podcasting. <laughs> like millions of out of COVID never have to hear another Blue Chew ad read. Just a couple leftist ex-Mormon Utahns who found each other. What synergy, right? And you continue that synergy by naming your podcast after Brigham Young, a pedophile, and Young Money, a record label started by Lil, Wing, uh, Lil Wayne, who was definitely molested by Birdman. <laughs> really nailed it, repping a rainbow Jeez. coalition of perverts, uh, which uh, as a member, I am very happy about. By the way, I tried to come up with something to say about y'all being ex-Mormons, but I honestly don't know enough about you vanilla bean Jehovah's Witnesses to form a coherent thought. So it did give me the fun mental image of you guys sadly turning in your magic underwear like a suspended cop in a movie handing over his badge and gun. That was a lot of fun for me, so I appreciate that. Um, in all seriousness, congrats on 100 episodes. Here's to 100 more, and then hopefully that's enough. Love you, boys. Have a good show. Have a great show. At least the low-level CIA agent has to listen to this. Bye-bye. <laughs> Mark A.G., ladies and gentlemen. Mark A.G. That's oh. it, Brother Johnson. You're suspended. Yeah. I'm just glad that they, like, Mark's probably the biggest Mavericks fan I know, and there was no jazz slander. I'm a little, I'm a little impressed with that. And I'm good for him being able to really hold back. That's punching down, and that's against comedy rules. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? At this point, yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Man, life. Mark, I, I love you, man. Uh, you did our episode right after the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> that's still one of my favorite episodes. That's really funny. Yeah. He had some bangers in that one. Like, holy shit. Yeah, go back and listen to that one if if that made you laugh, because that will also make you laugh, because somehow we made ourselves Mark's uncle laugh. joke is still probably the funniest moment on the Oh, my God. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to tell you which episode that is. You're going to have to go back and listen to all of them. you listen to all the Mark AG eps. Very good. All right, <laughs> Mark. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Man, never had the underwear. I will say, <laughs> I need to make yeah. that clear. <laughs> Same here, uh, man. A lot of guys focusing on the whiteness. That's a uh, 
Wow. Mm. We, I mean, we are in Utah, yeah, man. Interesting like, stuff. I, we're, we're so close to turning this shit around and becoming like a, I don't know, like uh, what's that that podcast with the the Weinstein guy? We're the dark horse pot. We're going to become like the woke mob ran us out of town podcasters so soon. I promise. Well, I can't wait to become a right wing grifter. We could do it so well. So much money in that. I know. I know he, uh, we could do it. Anyway. Like even Jonathan Heights doing that now. That sucks. Like, I don't I know. know. I think that's getting kind of oversaturated. So. All right. <laughs> let's let's move on again. Brigham Young Money. Congratulations on your 100th episode. This oh, is hey, Greg's babe. wife, Lindsay. <laughs> and I am just so impressed with what you guys have created for your audience, for the community. Wow. And it's just been really cool to see how the, you know, Friday night campfire hangouts turned into a really compelling and moving podcast. So, Congrats so to you guys. I know that Greg absolutely loves um, this. He loves working and um, just talking with you guys every week. And he cares so, so much nice. about our community. And it's such a good outlet for he him. Does. And yes, I might hear a little uh, a little late night, you know, hooting and hollering and maybe some <laughs> words here and there. But <laughs> it all means that he's just having a really good time recording with you guys. So congratulations. I'm so excited to see where you guys take this i know you'll do amazing things cheers oh my, that's so sweet that's that just was, so unbelievably nice that was so kind of uh lindsay to talk about um that's quite the uh, juxtaposition <laughs> when you put it next to mark <laughs> anyway thank you honey i do love that you is a, very very much yeah that is a violent shift in tone um <laughs> I love it. we're hitting, I, we're I, hitting every every note on the spectrum right here I, I do think we do a lot for the community. And honestly, like, for example, tonight we talked about Halloween costumes and a bunch of people <laughs> called us crackers for like an hour. So <laughs> I haven't made it. I haven't made a single Gaddafi man. joke in the entire episode. I know it's great. We love it. I think that's, I think that's a big step forward as a community we've made, but that is so kind of her to say, I, you know, I have very much cherished all of those evenings at, at your, at the two of your ho uh, home, both when we were recording and just hanging out, it's just always so pleasant. So and as, as I, the number one wife guy, I will say that I love my wife. Oh, you're the number you one wife wife guy, the number one wife guy. Sorry. You don't get that mantle until you... Boys, this is Jordan's wife. I'm actually <laughs> calling you with a pretty serious matter. Um, I am hoping that we can come to an arrangement where I can start to get some writing credit on your podcast. Because we all know if Jordan makes a joke that lands well, it's because it's something I said earlier that day. The humor in this relationship lies entirely with me, and I think it's time that I start getting credit where credit is due. So I'm going to have my people contact your people, and we'll get something worked out. But yes. in all seriousness, happy hundredth episode. Really proud of y'all. Love y'all. See you later. I just I just want everyone to know that that's proof that if I ever get canceled for a joke, it's not my fault. Um, <laughs> you really got to turn it up a notch then with the, with the with the edge that you're walking with those jokes, because then I think we can, uh, you know, pass the blame to someone a little <laughs> when, bit more. When Jordan finally gets suspended. <laughs> Oh man, that's I, so I can't good. get suspended on Twitter. I'm a nice build now. 
That's right. He'll never get to stumble. That's, oh man, that's so good. I mean, yeah, she is incredibly funny and we do know that you've stolen many jokes from her. That's been made clear to us (laughs) in uh, channels that are not, uh, not public. I should, I should say. Thanks for making our podcast funnier. Seriously. Thank you. I did steal a few for the, uh, for the uh, worst of all possible worlds one, just because like, she knows way more about musical theater than I do, so I I had to lean on her a little bit for that one. Yep, yep. But she is lovely, and I love her so much. We love to we love to hear it. All right, boys. Next one. How many of these are here? All right, let's see here. I am uh, calling. I think this is uh, some sort of I don't know bail recommendation or something for uh, Brigham Young money. I mean, Frankly, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't really listened to the podcast since, uh, you know, you stopped having me on because I mean, you know, what's the point? Uh, but uh, you know, I guess congratulations on a uh, hundred episodes, and uh, you know, I guess in uh, all I can really say is that, yeah, I just want to congratulate Utah is actually the one part of the country that's not going to be consumed of the Massachusetts because, frankly, uh, you know, the overlords of Boston can't be bothered. Uh, enjoy your, uh, you know, weird little basketball team. Let us know if you did any other rejects for the Celtics. Um, but, I mean, Jesus, a fucking an entire place built around a promised land that's a salt lake of non-potable water. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, I mean, I guess thanks for taking Mitt Romney back, though. I mean, Lord knows guy wasn't doing anything around here. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, the, there hasn't been talk about compensation specifically for leaving this message. So if you could just leave a uh, brown bag with bills uh, somewhere under Fenway Park in the course of the, uh, the next uh, three to five business days, I'd certainly appreciate it. Take care. Oh, no, fuck that. Shock shocks. shocks gets paid in Dunkin' Donuts. Megachusetts excellence, I have to say. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, we should have that's... Shocks on again. It's we, been a we, while. We need to. We haven't had him on since what? SLC Punk? Did, was no. SLC Punk before no, it was Celtic or Pride. Celtic Pride. <laughs> Both were great. Yeah. Uh, My favorite yeah. moment in the entire podcast involved shocks uh it's always good to have our lawyer on here uh we really yeah. respect him a lot uh we have him on retainer um <laughs> he's the one who told me to say parody non-actionable redacted yeah, redacted right. redacted so thank you shocks for keeping me out of jail <laughs> yeah thanks to him we haven't had any federal agents come to our door which we really appreciate uh yeah uh fine shocks at hell of a way to die he's always on there for their podcast which is fantastic yeah, Evan McMullen uh, has a knocked on my door with a screenshot of my timeline. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you're welcome for Mitt Romney, by the way. I guess, really. and, uh, and thank Danny you, Ainge. and Danny Ainge, <laughs> and um, also our new coach. I forget his Will name, Hardy. Hardy or whatever. <laughs> he seems like a guy that Ed, exists. Ed Hardy. We <laughs> we took Ed Hardy back. It, it, right. it's, it's really a shame we took the entire staff from the Celtics that every guy from House of Pain really loved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That rules. I'm not exactly sure why I'm leaving this voicemail. I was just asked to, but I regret to inform you guys you're being nationalized because much like Amtrak, you're not very good at what you do, and I'm pretty sure we can find someone to do it better and provide a real public service. So good luck. Good, happy anniversary, whatever this is. You guys are totally fine. <laughs> That's what we aim for is totally fine. Oh. I don't know who that is. 
Was that Dufour? It may have been. <laughs> I think so that is good. Dave. What's up, Dave? That's so good. <laughs> oh, man. Read, read and listen to all of Dave's shit at The Athletic. It's too bad that we were getting nationalized, though. I mean, in theory, I'm supportive of that kind of thing, but it's a huge bummer for me personally. We are officially that. part of Biden's uh, Marxist agenda. That means we're going to have to move to D.C., which means I will be laying on the Amtrak tracks. We're getting Brandonized. God damn it. I got to go right. hang. I got to go back to hanging out in Delco. We all do. <laughs> all right. This is the last one I have. And then I think we got uh, a couple more from you, Greg. Hey, BYM boys. Uh, it's Dan Carson from Cron. I just wanted to nice. congratulate y'all on huge milestone, 100 episodes. What can you say? That's awesome. You know, if you guys ever feel like like graduating to a real state with real bad people and problems, <laughs> just want to invite you guys all down to Texas. You know, that'd be great. I know you guys get a lot of verve off, uh, you know, ramping on. Uh, various Jamba Jews are owning roid heads and desperate housewives. If you ever want to go up to the big leagues, again, come on down to the Lone Star space. In the meantime, you know, Kyle, keep plugging away at Real Salt Lake. I'm sure you guys will eventually get a Real soccer team. Uh, Greg, Man. I just want to, you know, congratulate you on, you know, building a beautiful family. I know you've been working on keeping the rubber side of your bike down. I hope that's going well and the kids are helping. Uh, and Jordan, what else can I say other than congratulations on being the only good leftist veteran? I know uh, I saw the bulletins. I, I opened the social medias, and that's mostly what I'm seeing when I check the feeds. Anyways, in all seriousness, congratulations on the milestone. Uh, huge for you guys, and have a good one. Peace out. We love it. I, the boy I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain if we moved to Texas, a state trooper would kill each of us. Yeah, that I like, just not a, not a place I'm looking uh, to move to. But Dan, Greg over Abbott at, uh, would personally snipe me. Yeah, Dan, he's at Cron. Um, we had him on early in in this uh, in this podcast's existence, and it was a great episode. I am fearful to go back and and listen to it because of the youthful hope I probably had at that time about certain things we talked to Dan about. And but. unlike Texas grid system, Dan will never fail. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about moving to Texas and I'm fairly certain that Greg Abbott would roll over my head like Phil Leotardo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. He's going to put monster truck tires on his wheelchair. Man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay so greg has asked me to comment or at least chime in on your 100th episode and first allow me to congratulate you guys because quite frankly i don't know how the fuck we allowed you guys to get to 100 episodes it's a good, it's a good question there and i digress greg the man you're awesome you've been very kind in not only inviting me on your shows uh, this one in particular, uh, but you've come on mine. I'm, I'm going to look past the fact that you are a bit of a bike riding Nazi. <laughs> and the fact That's that true. you're somehow a slightly lighter version of Matt Barnes. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> Kyle, Greg didn't do you any favors. I'm going to say that right now because I asked him for a picture of you guys. And he sends over, he fires over. Uh, the best way I can describe it is you are Moby mixed with logic. <laughs> giving all the light skin faux Zoolander's steel face in the profile picture. 
<laughs> and Jordan, before I get to this, let me thank you for your service. I am not joking about that. You are an actual hero, and I appreciate it. Even if you do look like Larry Bird meets Peyton Manning meets young Woody Harrelson, I appreciate your service. And I appreciate the service that each of you guys do each episode because, quite frankly, while I am not as thoroughly versed in Utah state politics, I think it – what you guys do is important because you challenge you challenge the status quo and you challenge what a lot of people just accept as like you know, the general state of things. And that you know, you can't put a price tag on that. That's right. Well, actually, you can. Uh, your podcast is free as it should be, but jokes aside, you guys are awesome. Congratulations <laughs> on your one hundred. Hope to uh, you know be on again over the next one hundred. You know when the Lakers win another title and Utah is still rebuilding. That's right. Yeah. You, you hear that, guys? Hero. <laughs> uh, oh, man. No, follow, the, follow Jabari. Uh, yeah, Jabari's great. Boosties. Check yeah, out Jabari the Davis NBA on Twitter. Thank yeah. you for the kind and extremely offensive comparison to logic for me. Um, you know, really that's appreciate not even the, it. That's not even the most offensive thing anyone said about my appearance. I had the drill sergeant said I look like a mentally challenged uh, James <laughs> Vanderbeek and <laughs> and um, I've never forgot that one <laughs> fucking Dawson over here yeah that one that one stuck with me it's been 11 years 12 years and just like yeah <laughs> yeah that's the one thing I remember from basic training beyond anything else. It's just that, just I'm just that imagining absolute... the guy from, from Full Metal Jacket saying I was going to say, this is Jordan's Full Metal Jacket moment. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Man, thank you for <laughs> – thanks, Jabari. Oh, we love to hear it. Uh, okay, last one. Last one is our – Dear friends from the worst of all possible worlds, um, like I said last week, Greg and I went on there to uh, talk about Saturday's Warrior, which was a lot of trauma re unearthed or whatever <laughs> term you want to use. It's late at night and I'm tired. Um, yeah. But yeah, great guys. Um, here we go. I'm sure this is going to be something. Well, hey there, it's AJ oh, and Josh. Yeah. And Brian from the worst of all possible worlds. You know, <laughs> it's great to be here at the Friars Club of Provo, though out here it should probably be renamed to the 70s Club. <laughs> Dean Martin is here, of course, probably nice. recovering from his daily hangover. <laughs> hey there, Dino. Now, Dino said that he was worried about coming to Utah, thought the Mormons would hate him for his alcoholism. I reassured him they wouldn't hate him for that. I said, they'll hate you. Because you're Italian. I see a ball in the house. Now, oh, yeah, I know. There, I know. Now, of course, Desi, Desi couldn't make it, but his testicles are in her handbag. <laughs> the last track. It's so good. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Oh, thank you, Brian. Uh, that was a very particular circle of hell. Uh, what could one say about Brigham Young Money? Uh, not to be confused with Bring Him Young Money, the podcast about the life and times of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, <laughs> the boys claim that Mormonism is the first MLM. The most recent MLM? 
podcasting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Patreon money goes towards grassroots organizations. Please, you know as well as we do that all leftist Patreon money goes towards the exact same place. The Patreons of other leftist podcasts. <laughs> We're a great system, baby. But at least y'all are bringing something new and fresh to the table. Three white guys bitching about the right. You boys are truly right. on the cutting edge. That's of right. 2015. <laughs> That's so right. Are yeah. Hey, you know, uh, how about them boys, huh? Uh, yeah. We haven't Dudes given them credit yet individually. So, uh, Greg, we got Greg. Uh, Greg reminds me of Aaron Judge. Uh, mm. He's tall. He's handsome. You know, he takes a lot of big swings. He mm, mm-hmm, gets mm-hmm. some really great hits in. Um, the problem for Greg is that a 320 average is a lot more impressive in baseball than in comedy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and Jordan. Uh, Jordan is one of the purest exemplars of the poster spirit I've ever known. Uh, when he deleted his tweets a couple weeks ago, I was genuinely afraid for a second that he had fulfilled his destiny uh to become the world's first posting martyr and we simply can't allow that to happen yet oh (laughs) and uh kyle yeah keep it up pal (laughs) i don't think you've ever even sent dms to each other so uh you you seem great We'd roast you more, but we know you're fans of the Utah Jazz, and isn't that punishment enough? I can't. Uh, But seriously, you guys are amazing. The work and passion you bring to local political issues has taught us so much about Great Salt Lake. And frankly, more about alfalfa farming than we ever cared to know. There you go. So thank you for providing such brilliant insights for the past 100 episodes. You know, we would ask you all to be our uncles, but Mm -hmm. unfortunately, there is currently no such service that provides such a thing. So, nah. See you guys later. Bye. I've been saying. I've been saying. Pew pew pew. Oh, we wow. are we are the official honorary uncles. That's true. I the production value of theirs was very impressive. I was I wasn't prepared for uh, an actual clip of a podcast episode to be sent to us. But thank you. They're my favorite podcast uh, filled with guys I would have thrown into lockers when I was in high school. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, uh, I, I do love a good podcast that makes me feel like I put no effort into our podcast. That's right. Well, uh, that was very kind. There Thank it is, you folks. for the for the time and the effort. But that's uh, that's the last one. We want to thank everyone for uh, who's, who was took some time out to tell us uh, how white we are. And uh, <laughs> I think that's the gist of what I think I, I got. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's great that people worry about me when I'm nice online or when I just like disappear from online. I think that's a good sign of how I am with uh, my (laughs) posting. Yeah. That's, I think you're on a pretty healthy trajectory with that. I can only, uh, it's only going up from here. You're, you're changed (laughs) to this life forever, but for real, everyone that listens to this, thank you very much. We genuinely appreciate, um, Everyone who who takes time and, and, you know, downloads our episodes, listens to them, tells anyone about us, talks to us online, subscribe to the Patreon, because like I said before, uh, we do send that money to causes that we believe in. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know how sincere and corny I want to be, but thank you. you. There you go. Yeah. Greg got it all out of his system on Twitter earlier. Jordan. (laughs) 
Stacey um, kind of did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this has been kind of a labor of love of us for the last two years. Um, it's it, it's been catharsis, really. I mean, we we can say like all the things like, well, it's kept me sane. And like it kind of has in a way like this is probably the best way we digest the news that we can possibly have that doesn't have us just like walking backwards in the bathrobe in our living room going yeah. absolutely through like a constant nervous breakdown because it's not like the last two years have been great or anything. <laughs> um, but it has been surreal at certain times. Like it's, uh, it's amazing that like people will like come to us and tell us they're fans and like they listen to it yeah. and like that's something I never thought I would have. So that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, I honestly thought like we were never going to get anywhere with this because like, I just don't, I have that voice in the back of my head that just says like, <laughs> you're never going to accomplish anything real. So congratulations. Thanks dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it has been amazing to have like that out or of support from people. And like the fact that we got all these people that come in and just roast us and say nice things about us, but they actually genuinely do care about us and enjoy what we do and are, happy to actually engage with something like this that that makes me feel great so thank you everyone it's been a pleasure to do 100 episodes i hope we do a thousand i hope we do ten thousand i hope we do a hundred thousand bym forever bym forever yeah (laughs) (laughs) and until either podcasting becomes unfashionable or we all die in some sort of horrific drought famine thing uh tune in to find out what happens (laughs) either is equally plausible um (laughs) stay tuned for season two of bring them young money another hundred episodes we do long seasons around here exactly thank you for the season finale of season one we're still seeing if we're gonna get picked up or not um but um looking promising i'd say looking promising uh episode 101 is season two we will start that's right and we got some more fun stuff coming up um and yeah thanks again everyone for listening and we will see everyone next time bye that was number five yeah now i'm jumping out of bailing yeah and i know i sound dramatic yeah but i know i had to have it yeah for the money i'm a savage yeah i'm itching like i had it yeah i'm surrounded 20 babies yeah but they didn't know me last year yeah Everyone wanna act like they important But all that mean nothing when I saw my door, yeah Everyone counting on me, drop the ball, yeah Everything custom like I'm at the bottom, yeah, yeah If you fuck with winning, put your lattice to the sky How could I make sense when I got millions on